The following program contains adult content, violence, strong language, and the mention of suicide. Listener discretion is advised. Do you remember when you got the news? Do I remember when I got the news? Do you remember where you were when Kennedy was shot? Do you remember where you were at 9-11? Yes, I remember exactly the moment of getting the news. In the spring of 1987, Candace Mayeron was on the road with a group of 26 male strippers. Well, technically exotic dancers, the Chippendales dancers. I mean, I actually got paid to do this job. On the night of April 7th, they were in the middle of a three-week run in downtown Indianapolis, playing at a club called Don't Ask. And we were performing every night to sold-out crowds. Were the kind of women who went to Chippendales like your... Everybody went to Chippendales. When you say what kind, old, young, shy, not shy, everybody went to Chippendales. If you're even vaguely aware of 80s pop culture, you know about Chippendales, the most famous all-male exotic dance show in the world. There were clubs in New York and L.A., national and world tours, calendars and T-shirts and coffee mugs available at every self-respecting mall in America. Chippendales dancers made cameos in sitcoms, and they showed up all the time on daytime TV in their cuffs and bow tie collars and shiny spandex pants. Will you please welcome Pecs on Parade, the Chippendale dancers. I got to be part of an iconic cultural phenomenon. I loved the whole thing. Back in the spring of 87, it was Candace's job to shepherd these guys all over the country. She'd get them to the clubs on time, keep them out of trouble as much as she could. She'd also make sure their mullets were groomed and their tans were glowing. I'd got us everything for free in exchange for tickets. I got our tanning, I got their grooming, I got everything. Is that tanning booth tan or that spray tan? Honey, we were in the tanning booths every single solitary day. Did you ever feel like you were a den mother, kind of? Or were Hell you, no. Oh, you were I wasn't like, that much older than they. Did uh, they ever want to date you, or you want to date them right now, if you don't mind my asking? You know, I'm I can't always not shocked ask. when I'm asked that question. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm always just shocked. I'm on tour for eight years with a bunch of good-looking men. I'm their age, I'm a pretty girl. You answer the question for yourself. Before she got into the male exotic dance biz, Candace had worked as a lawyer and then as an investment banker. She also dominated the greater LA backgammon circuit. Still does. I am today internationally ranked as a backgammon player. I'm very, very good. And then one night, her life takes an unexpected turn. She ends up at a male strip club, Chippendales. That's where she meets this guy, Nick DeNoya. Nick was a fast-talking, smart New Yorker, and Nick had a tremendously impressive background. He did put Chippendales on the map. Nick was the creative force behind Chippendales. He was a former choreographer and kids' TV producer who'd found success directing male exotic dance shows. Nick ran the show in New York, and he was also in charge of the tours. And Candace thought Nick was a genius. And he was getting the accolades of a Tony Award-winning Broadway producer. I thought of him as a mentor and a very close friend. He was a pretty amazing guy. So on that evening of April 7th, Candace, who by now is part of the Chippendales inner circle, is there with the guys in Indianapolis, getting ready for the night show. It was about an hour, hour and a half before the show that night. The girls were already lined up. And Candace gets a call from one of her colleagues back in New York. <sighs> she said, Nick's been shot. I said, Nick who? I mean, you don't start that sentence that way. I said, what are you talking about? Nick who? She said, Nick. Nick DeNoya's been shot and he's dead. 
I can't let it show, but I am affected stronger than anything else in my life. But I know Nick. There's not a chance in hell I'm going to cancel the show. So none of my dancers had any idea what had happened. We do the show, and I'm having a really hard time keeping it together emotionally. There's this big number that comes near the end of the Chippendale show. It's called The Perfect Man. And there's a moment in it when the dancer who plays the perfect man emerges on stage and the women in the audience go wild. Girls scream so loudly that it will shake the rafters and rattle the windows. When that moment arrives, Candace is standing alone at the back of the club. And I finally, I just let it go. And I screamed and screamed and I howled like a wounded animal at the top of my lungs. Nobody heard me. Nobody could hear me at all. I'm Natalia Petrozella. I'm a historian of American politics and culture. A few years ago, I wrote a book about California in the 1970s. And now I write a lot about gender and sexuality. I'm also a certified group fitness instructor. And for over a decade, I'd be at the gym by 7 a.m., kicking people's butts in cardio class. So the history of Chippendales checks a lot of boxes for me. If you drew a Venn diagram of my life, there might be an extremely fit dude in spandex right in the middle. But until recently, I actually didn't know much about them. Yeah, sure, I knew about the calendars. I remember sneaking peeks at them in Spencer's Gifts when I was in middle school or hanging out at the mall. I knew about the cuffs and collars and the over-the-top dance numbers. I also knew they were the inspiration for that famous SNL skit with Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze. You were great out there, man. It's gonna be you. Oh, what are you talking about, Barney? You got it, you know it. I'm for movies like The Full Monty and Magic Mike. But I think I see a lot of lawbreakers up in this house. That was pretty much it. In my mind, they were just an 80s punchline, right there next to Rick Astley in parachute pants. And then a couple of years ago, I and the rest of the producers on the show started looking into the Chippendale story a little more closely. And I'm here to tell you that it is freaking wild. We actually had an orgy room where they kept a costume. I mean, just a tad of cyanide is gonna kill you. Everything was a scam, it was about making money. It was fun, a lot of fun. This is Welcome to Your Fantasy. The story of how a seedy male strip club turned into a global phenomenon. Why was this a kind of hot case? It's Chippendales, babe. We're still talking about it 40 years later. And also, yeah, it's the story of a murder and a manhunt that went on for years and a brand that kept getting bigger and more famous despite or because of the dark things going on behind the scenes every step of the way. Did you think, what is this going to do to our brand? No. Did it have any impact? No. Why not? It's Chippendales. It survives everything. <laughs> like cockroaches. Yeah. And if you want to hear where this story goes next, behind those cuffs and collars, come down the rabbit hole with me. You can find full episodes of Welcome to Your Fantasy right now, only on Spotify. It's free to download and free to listen to podcasts. We'll be releasing new episodes there every week. <laughs> 